Hi, Christ Central. It is Thursday, May 7th. Thanks for tuning in again. You are now listening to The Tight Five. I love me some hot takes. Going against the grain is not just good for cutting steaks. It's what gives me life. There's something exhilarating about being contrarian. And it's like being privy to a secret. I wouldn't go as far as to call myself a hipster because I lack the necessary aesthetic and the genes. Today, I want to share some of my hot takes. I want to caution all. These are all tongue-in-cheek and the opinions are my own. With that said, let's get it. Hot take number one. I'm more of an Old Testament guy. Perhaps on the scale of incendiary takes, this might just be lukewarm. But I would say that people are more familiar with the New Testament. And obviously we don't live in an either-or scenario. We can have our cake and eat it too. But it wasn't until seminary and taking my Pentateuch class that really made me appreciate the Old Testament. I don't see a lot of people citing Haggai or Micah on their social media. Quick shout out to the Mind Prophets. I've been reading a lot of Old Testament commentaries during this lockdown, and I've rediscovered my deep love for the Old Testament. FYI, Ecclesiastes is my favorite book, for those that are asking. But yeah, OT all the way, baby. Hot take number two. I don't really like CCM, or contemporary Christian music. I really don't listen to it. It doesn't do it for me musically. But don't get it twisted. I love singing worship songs with my brothers and sisters in Christ. I love hearing the harmonies, even though they are a tad bit off. Lyrically, however, they are so restorative, and I love singing them. But when I'm driving, or listening, or curating a playlist for my workout that will never happen, I just don't listen to CCM. I can't stand listening to it. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I grew up in an uber-conservative Korean church culture where anything quote-unquote secular would be deemed as the music of the devil. So not only did that fuel my rebellious against-the-grain kind of heart that I had, but it was also tough because CCM just didn't do it for me musically. Sorry, but not sorry. Hot take number three. I think when we read about the Pharisees in the Bible, we paint them with one broad stroke. And I think we are right to think that such legalistic attitudes are wrong. But is it completely fair to just knock them and even use them as a way to demean someone for being unreasonably legalistic? And so to give a little context, one time I was pushing for a greater 
collective desire for the Word of God to my church members in St. Louis. And it was during also a semester where I was writing and researching about the Pharisees in one of my classes. And so in one of my application points, and again, given with many caveats and explanation, I said to them, in some senses, as in a deeper zeal for the word, we needed more Pharisees. I am obviously a sucker for shock value. But someone took that one phrase, sans context, and tagged me in his Facebook status. Again, without context. Suffice it to say, I got some emails requesting clarification. Now, I am not a Pharisee apologist, but unlike the Sadducees, the Pharisees actually believed in, in the resurrection, and Jesus was more engaging with them. He wanted to debunk some of their misguided zeal. And, and so while they were stuck in their closed-minded ways, they needed Jesus' love and grace too. And so my hot take is this, that while we have now equated a Pharisee as someone who is legalistic, maybe we can also take some of the good that they embodied. Hot take number four. Is there a phrase that triggers you more than greet your neighbor next to you? It's not long enough to have a meaningful conversation, and not short enough to just do a hit-and-run high-and-buy. You ask how they're doing, and there's only one right answer, which is good. There's no uniform greeting. Do you high-five? Do you dap? Shake their hands? My strange go-to these days is a salute. I don't know where I got that from. Even though I don't like that portion of the service, I strangely miss it and chatting in the chat box doesn't hit the same. And so this is my fourth wall hot take, is that as an introvert, I'm rescinding my stance on this awkward greeting. Like many awkward moments, you just have to survive it, fight through it, persevere. And these interactions are just a microcosm of the general reality of relationships. The friction caused by sin is, at best, awkward. But we also know that the problem of sin has been dealt with, and it is in and through Christ in which the effects of sin will be no more. No more awkward moments. No more friction. No more pain. And so I miss it. I can't wait to awkwardly say my highs as I greet you in the name of the Lord. Thanks again for tuning in to another installment of Christ Central's Type 5. Hopefully you were encouraged somehow. Until next time, grace and peace.